I'm your man, Coach English, and we're in the building with Coach Staley. Um, Coach Kurtz is actually out tonight. You know, hopefully we get him back in next week. Um, Coach Staley, man, what's it been like? How's this coronavirus treating you? Well, the coronavirus ain't treating me no type of way. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it. Thank God for that, man. But on a serious note, man, we still, um, you know, taking it slow. The state is starting to open up. A little bit, well, actually a lot, but my advice to people is still be careful, still be safe, still keep your distance. Uh, right now, we're looking at um, no set date on when we can start working out with our guys over the summer. It's definitely not going to be June 1st. I do know that set in stone that June 1st isn't going to be the start date. So, once again, it's just been taking a deep breath, taking the opportunity to spend time with my family and Work on my work on my relationship with my wife. Work on my relationship with my sons and chase our dreams and crafts together. And that's kind of it, man. So we still sitting and waiting. How things been going with you? Man, the same. Man, trying to spend some time with the kids and enjoy being around family. And today I had a Nerf gun battle for the first time. So that was real interesting. Hadn't done that yet. So to see me running around the house out, out in the yard for no, huh? Did you win at least? Uh, I'm going to tell you what. I got everybody out but Edison. Like, Edison's going to be the athlete. He was ducking and dodging. Ain't nobody tag Edison. Like, nobody was able to hit him with a dart. <laughs> like, he was ducking for a five-year-old. He was killing it. I ain't know. I said, we got to put some shoulder pads and a helmet on him because he was he was getting out of there. So, I think technically he won, but he didn't shoot nobody. He just went and hit. Like, he kept dodging and then went and hit. So, uh, but it's been fun, man, just getting around with the kids. And then I started up my little wing business. So, I've been selling wings out here in Hartsville. They've been selling out every day. So, you know. I see you. I see you. Your boy ain't get one wing yet. But <laughs> I got to come through Columbia on Thursday because I got to drop the kids off. So, I'm going to drop some wings off to you. I got you. I'm going to drop some special, wings off to you. I'm going to make a special order, dog. Yeah, make a special, special order. I'll drop them. I'm delivering. No problem. Um, but uh, speaking of special, um, starting off a series um, that we're, we're starting up here, we, we want to highlight um, the commits uh, from the state of South Carolina going on to the next level. Um, I think it's a very special thing when the kid goes off to college. Uh, well, first off, when they graduate high school, that's first. Um, and then secondly, uh, when they get the opportunity to follow their dream, and go off to college. Um, so uh, we're going to bring in a young man who I, I've kind of known over the last, co and had an opportunity to kind of get to know over the last couple of years. Um, 
played at Keenan, then transferred um, to, oh, God, help me out. What's the name of school? Oh, my God. What's the name of school? Dill. Um, Sunrise. Sunrise. Sunrise Christian, right? Sunrise Christian. That's right. Correct. Okay. And then um, I'm going to edit that out. So he, he <laughs> so just so y'all know, this is going to be edited right here. All right. So first, we have a special guest. <laughs> Started his career at Keenan and then he transferred to Sunrise. Um, played uh, AAU with Upward Stars and is a recent commit to uh, Web Weber State. Um, and his name is uh, Dylan Jones. Welcome to the show, Dylan. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, I messed that all up, so don't don't judge me. Okay, don't judge me. <laughs> good. Uh, Josh, you can go ahead and get started with him. No, that's fine, man. Dill, thanks for being on the show. Really glad to have you. You know, I know you very well. Gained a lot of res- even more respect for you over the past several years. You've been a high-level varsity player since eighth grade. Now you've accomplished another step on your mission, another goal within your mission to play collegiate basketball at an extremely high level. So congrats to that. So let's go ahead and get these questions kicked off. I'll start with the tough one. What was the toughest, what was one of the biggest lessons you learned or how hard and how hard was it for you to leave Keenan to go to Sunrise out in Canada? Um, well, everyone knows me. They know how um, attached I am to Coach Norris at Keenan. You know, um, everybody know that. From going up, watching my brother play for him and winning two state championships, you know, just as a little kid, watching, you know, an old school guy like that just have so much energy, uh, you know, you always want to go to Keenan. And for you to uh, make a, a business-like move for something that's going to better you, not only in your basketball career, but in life, was very tough. But, um, you know, I think some steps people have to take in life to – I guess, humble themselves or even, you know, become a better person and stuff or become better players as well. So um, leaving Keenan in total, anybody that knows me know that I, I rep Keenan a lot. Um, I'll take Keenan over anybody in the state. And um, so, of course, leaving them was not easy, but um, it was just something hard to do. I think the hardest part about it, though, was uh, coming off of a state championship. Uh, of course, just winning it, you know, experiencing the feeling, you know, there's no feeling like it. You want to experience it again and to leave, and especially leave somebody like Coach Norris was definitely tough, but, uh, yeah, it was a tough decision. No doubt, no doubt. I know it was tough for you. Like I said, you put so much into that program. Your older brother played in that program, and y'all always won at such a high level. So I know that was a tough decision for you guys, for you, and not just for you, but for your family also, because obviously you had to go away and um, like you said, you had to grow up on some things. You had to be humble on some things. But nonetheless, I'm extremely happy that it um, turned out well for you and that you trusted your gut and made a really, really tough decision, and it paid off for you in the long run. So that's what's up. Coach E, what you got for him? Uh, yeah, um, Dylan, once again, got a chance to know you over the last couple years, uh, last couple years and uh, not as extensive as Josh, but uh, had the opportunity to. always thought you was a great young man. Um, I liked how vocal you were, how much of a leader you were on the floor, and are, I wouldn't say were, but you are. Um, like, the, your personality is, you just <laughs> like to have a good time, so it always showed. Um, 
And you wear your emotions on your sleeve. I've always respected that. Um, but I got a question for you. Um, the recruiting process is, is is a tough process. It's hard. So what do you think? And, and we have everybody throwing stuff. A kid you're going through the process always have people around them throwing stuff at them. What do you think was the best advice you've gotten through this process? And who was it from? Um, oh, that's a good question. I probably from Coach Kurt. Um, obviously, like being around Upward and my family, I get a lot of good input and advice from people. Uh, Coach Norris and Coach Kurt also like putting this together. They just said like, go where you want it, not where you want to go. That was the main thing with the crew. And like a lot of kids have ideas in their head on what they think should happen for them or what they want to happen. And sometimes it just don't go like that. But, you know, throughout the recruitment process, you, you talk to a lot of people, some people that really want to, some people that don't have no intentions in taking you at the school, you know, it's just a part of it. So you got to be able to filter who wants you for you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of kids, like I said, want to go to places that they see themselves or that they want to accomplish. But sometimes, you know, you just got to go to where your gut is and who actually wants you. Our Coach Kurt and Coach Norris both gave me uh, that advice. They said, just go where you're wanted. You know what I'm saying? Not where you want to go. That was probably the biggest advice. All right. That, that's true. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, I think that's big because so many young players make that mistake. They want to go where they want to go instead of going where someone, where they need to go. There's a difference. You got to go where people want you. You want to go somewhere where you're going to have an opportunity to continue to grow and your career flourish and obviously continue your academic, but that's that's big. I'm glad that Coach Norris and Coach Kirk um, gave you that that advice because I know it um, paid off well for you. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you good. I, I thought that was very sound advice. Uh, you always hear kids saying, you know, they want to go to Duke or they want to go to North Carolina and, and, and not necessarily. Um, you got to go. Uh, I've heard that, too, from somebody else. You got to go where you're loved. <laughs> you got it's got to be a mutual feeling. You got to feel that they want you there, right. that, that that love, and then everything else kind of falls in th- throughout that. So, um, but go ahead, Coach Josh. What you got up next? I gotta, I gotta. I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I gotta, I gotta add some input to that as well. Like a very runner up to that question is your relationship with the head coach. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can't just leave. I can't just leave that out because nowadays. You know, a lot of assistant coaches offering kids at early ages, you know, when a head coach don't even know who they really are. So wow. I do have to add that. Your relationship with your head coach is very important. That's very important. Oh, that's that's big because yeah. I've heard it been, uh, what's it called? Uh, not not fake offer, but paper offers. Um, yeah, basically. I've heard it, 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 it's a thing. It's it's People get these paper offers and the head coach sometimes doesn't even know. Um, so that, that's a, that's actually a really good point Dale. Um, right. Coach Daly. Yeah. And, and I really love that point you made about having a great relationship with the head coach. There's another reason assistant coaches leave a lot at the college level. You know, you'll be being recruited heavy by one assistant coach. And by the time you get there, or by the time you sign, that coach might be in line for another job. So you got to have a really good relationship with the head coach. My next question is probably going to be one of my last questions other than general conversation. The sacrifice, the time, the work you have to put in 
to play at that level, to be a high-level basketball player, what advice can you give to the younger players on how much they're going to have to put in? Um, one thing I can say is never look at the next man besides you or try to compare yourself. That's never – you're never going to get better with that. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you run your race for blinders on, that'll help you in its essence. But um, I think um, a lot of things come from, like, like I feel like basketball players, when they step on the court, that their driving force and their effort should come from what goes on around them, you know? Um, if you're not um, living the best life, you should take it out on the court. That's how I did. I always took my anger, and I was able to translate on the court, and that affected my play. Um, a lot of players, like, I want to say take basketball for granted and not really like the sport it could be, but if you really use it the right way, um, if you really sacrifice the time, like you said, it'd be a, it could be a really good thing for you, but uh, the sacrifice and things for kids to do is, is, really, is really a mindset, you know what I'm saying? A lot of kids think it's about spending uh, 23 hours in the gym a day and, or something like that, you know? But if your mindset not in it and your confidence isn't there, when it comes to the game, you won't even be able to do what you just did. You technically got worse in those 23 hours. So um, that's really the main thing, in my opinion, is your mindset and have the things that fuel you translate on the court and never forget about it. So that's that's me. Yeah, that mindset is huge. And that's something that people take for granted, your mental capacity, your ability to have the mental fortitude, the cognitive fortitude to be able to continue to progress, to, to continue to get better and move towards your goals within your mission. So I'm glad you added that in there. That was great. Coach E, go ahead, man. Yeah, so um, we're going to keep going forward with it, um, but we're going to take a step back. High school. Uh, I know you're looking forward high school. What do you, What is? What was your fondest, like what's your best high school? Because I got it's a two-party question. So first we're going to go, what was your fondest high school memory? Basketball wise, right? It doesn't have to be. It could be anything. What's your just your fondest, your your best, your favorite moment, high school wise? Um, I'll say winning the state championship. Obviously, like anybody that's experienced winning the state championship understands that there's little to no no feelings like it. You know what I'm saying? Being able to overcome so many things throughout the season and to just come out on top in anything not even basketball, life is just, you know what I'm saying? That's just a good feeling. So um, my best memory has to be my state championship, Being, meaning with the type of team I had and how we was able to come together and not be selfish and just be a great team. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I cannot not say my state championship. I have to say it. Okay. And then my second part to that question was, uh, what is your favorite? Because a lot, a lot of kids have more, memories from AAU than from high school. So what is your favorite or maybe funniest or whatever moment from playing AAU or travel basketball? Um, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I know, uh, y'all know coach Kurt, but people don't understand how, how funny he is. You know, <laughs> uh, he kind of reminds me of Norris a little bit. Um, my funniest memory though, I don't know. It's it's been so many. I remember one game with my team. Uh, we were playing Compton Magic, 
and the game was like we were real close. And y'all know Isaiah Caldwell that's going to Army. Yeah. <laughs> and he and man, uh, I remember that it, the game was so energized that we were gonna go to the final four afterward. And he 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 gave us a speech at halftime that was so inspirational for for an AAU game. I never forget that. <laughs> Me and Miles State still laugh about that to this day. In the moment, it, it was it was even funny in the moment. But you know, AAU people don't really take as much pride in it, you know. And uh, Isaiah, uh, he gave us that speech that time in that game. We went on to win it, but I never forget that. It was a, it was funny. Did y'all <laughs> laugh at him while he was trying to be serious? We, me and Miles did like after the fact. We didn't laugh in his face, but like maybe like when we broke the huddle. Yeah, sure. All right, hey Josh, remind me not to give any speeches around you guys. Oh yeah, I'm not giving no no speeches in front of Dylan or Miles at all. (laughs) Uh, But Josh, what you got? Oh, you want me to keep going? Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, I like that memory, man. I like, I like, I like the memory of the state championship. Obviously, that's what y'all did at Keenan. Y'all played right. at such a high level. You had a chance to win year in and year out. That's just the, that's just the pedigree around there. You competing to 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 perform at the highest level or don't don't show up. So that's great. And I like how you added the, the one of your teammates gave you a farm when you travel ball because a lot of times we take the relationships for granted, man. That's something. As a young player, as you develop into a young man, you're already a young man. As you continue to grow, you're going to remember that, man. Those relationships are huge, and those are things right. that, that makes it all priceless, man. So kudos on that. Kudos on that. Um, I guess the last thing I'm going to ask, man, the last thing I'm going to ask, what, just give me what, what is your mindset going into Weber State next year? What, what's your main goal? What's your, give, me one, give me one main goal you got going into next year? Um, my team being as good as we're going to be, in my opinion, my main goal has to be winning freshman of the year. Like, it's no reason I don't see myself not being able to. Uh, me making the sacrifice to go in. I went to Kansas, which was 17 hours away from Columbia. I'm going to Utah, which is even farther. You know what I'm saying? It's basically like, it, my mindset is going to be even crazier because I know that I'm not out here for no reason. Let's just say that. So um, my main goal would be to win freshman of the year. Um, on my team, I'm going to be the only freshman. We have we have either seven or eight newcomers, but I will be the only freshman. So, um, you know, any any anybody that tell you with a, with a lot of seniors or older type players, You'll be able to learn a lot, but you'll be pushed, obviously, because a lot of them has done with college, dealt with college or whatever. So I think me being knowing who I am, that'll just elevate me even more. You know what I'm saying? So I think my main goal for next year is to win freshman year. I like it. I like it. And I like the fact that you're not afraid to set those high expectations for yourself. And I don't – I think um, with being the young man that you are, I think you could have moved – all the way across the, the globe, and you still would have been fine. So I like it, but I I, don't, I ain't gonna bug you no more. I have any more questions, Coach D? What you got for me? Okay, um, I've seen you play center. I've seen you play power forward. I've seen you play point guard. I've seen you play two. I've seen you play three. I've seen you play all five positions. If anybody was to ask you, what is your true position? What is your true position? 
I don't <laughs> think I have one forward. I guess if you look at it on paper, but I don't really know honestly because, like you said, I've done it all. Mm-hmm. I've never really had a solidified position, and that's why I ultimately chose Weber State as well. I know college you probably have more bases on systems and like positions but I know that me talking to Coach Ray is just gonna uh, me knowing more things I'm gonna be able to play multiple positions that was the main reason I chose Weaver you know I knew I, I knew I didn't have a position so I didn't want to go to a coach that thought I was a three thought I was a, a four or a one you know I want to go somewhere where a coach say you're just a basketball player more things you know, the more different positions you could play. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have a position if you ask me. Okay, then that's forward. Now, what I would say is that's that's huge for you because I think a lot of kids don't fully understand the importance of where you're going and knowing and fitting into something. So if 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 somebody comes in and they remember I had a, a conversation with a coach and they said, well, they're not recruiting that player because they see him as this. This school wants to play him as this, so they don't think he's the type of player for that position because of the style of the way they play. So the fact that your positionalist is actually really, really good. It's a, it's a, it's an asset that I think that you've able, you've been able to capitalize on. Um, I got two more. So one more, okay. one of them is, uh, so you've been through it. So what, what, what was the toughest part of the recruiting process? Like what was the, the, the most difficult for you? Easily letting the, letting the, uh, opposing coaches that you're not going to come to their school, that was easily the toughest moment. You know, um, oh. some some people, like, do it different ways, but, like, like send a text or something. But, like, I like I knew, like, the relationships I built with so many people. I don't get it twisted. I didn't call every coach on my phone. That's impossible. Mm. But um, the coaches that was really down with me through it all and, like, at the end with me, I like the hardest thing was calling and like letting them know I wasn't coming for sure. Because like, that's what recruiting, like you build so many relationships, like strong relationships, but you can't get caught up in that. You got to make a, like a decision based on basketball. It's not about, like you said, like, the well, it's based on relationships, but you know, it's just not, it's just about basketball at the end of the day. It's not about how, how well you know a person, honestly, you, that's an important factor. But you also it's different variables in it, let's just say. So the the hardest thing is was is definitely letting the other coaches know that you're not coming. Because you could easily take the easy route and just send a text. But that's probably not the best thing. Because what if you let's say you have to hit the portal, your coach leave or something, you know? You never know when you're gonna have to go back and talk to this coach. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely the hardest part. That is a huge answer, I like man. That. Yeah. I, I like that. That's some advice for some guys coming up behind you too. Whoever's listening to the show, like because a lot of kids, like you say, they just go ahead, they post a top three, and or or they they have the commitment day, and they don't ever have a conversation prior to with all the other coaches because you never know, like look how many kids are in the transfer portal this year. Like you don't never know when you're gonna have to be in it. Now, my last question. Now, normally we end with a, a a different type of question, but all of us here. We we know uh, uh, we uh, we have a good friend of the show. His name is C. L. Butler with Upward. <laughs> I need I, I, my question is: Tell me the funniest C. L. Butler story you got. 
<laughs> me, I'll go first. Me and CL. CL went to the NCAA camp with me in Illinois. And I'll never forget it. CL's like, I view CL's like a boss. Like, that's just how he moves. Like, he's just a big dog. And uh, we were we were eating in the airport. And I told him, I was like, CL, like, like what you want to eat? We ate, sat down. And I'm ordering, like, the regular high school kid meal, like, chicken tenders or something. <laughs> CL just listing all this stuff he want. Steak, how he want it, what he want to drink. I never forget that. CL, CL is funny, though, like you said. I remember he he, he was ordering that steak that time. <laughs> I remember. I'm surprised he didn't get on you for, for ordering chicken tenders. He liked to get he liked to drag people for ordering chicken tenders and uh and boneless wings. That's his thing. He he get on people yeah, when they do that. But um Dylan, we want to wish you uh, uh, the most uh, uh, possible success that you could possibly have. The best of luck um, up, up there in Utah. You're going to a very cold part of the country. Um, so uh, we wish you the best of luck. Definitely going to be watching you um, on TV as much as we possibly can. Um, and uh, uh, Josh, anything? No, man, that's it. Same thing, Dill. I wish you nothing but the best. As always, if there's anything I can help you with, Definitely let me know, but man, just keep working, keep grinding, and keep doing you. Just getting to our shout-outs, coaches. Yeah, hey, Dylan, uh, give uh, give the listeners your social media handles and uh, any shout-outs that you want to give. Um, I'm on Twitter at DrizzyDJ23, on Instagram at uh, GFB.DJ. Um, shout-out Upper Stars. Uh, Sunrise and Kena for everything, obviously. Um, thank y'all for having me on the show. Um, y'all y'all don't know that y'all... Yeah, I want to start a podcast because of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, uh, I appreciate uh, that, shout man. Shout out to y'all for letting me be on the show um, and everything. So, yeah. Well, well, you. Ho- holler at me when you're ready to start that podcast. We we, 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 yeah, we go I, ahead I, and get you out there. Um, Josh, shout all out. All right, I got you. Oh, man, I'm getting to my shout-outs. All right, once again, Dill, thanks for being on the show. You were a tremendous guest. Really enjoyed it. Um, just continue to shout-out to everybody fighting a good fight. Uh, Coach E, this is something I'm going to put on your head. I think we need to do in the future. Um, we need to do something. We need to put the show together on, on, on racial relations because, you know, it's a, a lot going on. Um, as you saw, oh, yeah. young brother um, down in Georgia got killed. Um, uh, another another brother just got um, killed by some police officers, and it's a lot going on. We need to have an episode where where we just need to sit down and air some things out and figure out a way how we can cure some of this um, this this hatred in the world. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about that stuff, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We got to sit down and figure out how to heal some of this hatred and, and, and evilness in the world because it's, it's it's becoming too much. But to everybody fighting a good fight, man, just keep fighting. Shout out to y'all. Much love. Coach E, go ahead. It's on you, Papa. All right, man. Shouts out to everybody. Make sure that you can follow us on all social media platforms at Staley English Kurtz. Also, you can catch the um, podcast on all podcast platforms. And if you want to join the conversation, hit us up at Staley A-N-D, the Staley A-N-D English Show at gmail.com. That's the Staley A-N-D English Show at gmail.com. Until next time, once again, we want to thank Dylan Jones for joining us. Um, and until next time, uh, keep God first. Everything else will follow. Peace. Peace. All right. All right, Dylan.
All right, y'all.